Yes, we're having a party in our little showroom here, which we call a studio. We are absolutely delighted to have Shayla Michelle Reeves with us. And you may recognize the name. She is, you're on WCCO in the morning, right? Right, keeping you company in the morning. You are, but you people might even know your name from when you were on CBS Morning Show with Gail King. Quite possibly. I mean, that was amazing. That was incredible. So you have, you wrote a, a, a book. Yes. And it's kind of funny, both of our guests today both went to Northwestern. Wow, uh-huh. how crazy. I know, so we've got really smart people with us today. Look at those wildcats Brittany in the spotlight. Brittany was in the Army, and I went to seven colleges. So, so well, oh, sorry that we're dumb, but this is what you get. This is what you have. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. Absolutely, and you kind of always... You know, knew you were going to be a journalist at an early age. I have always loved writing. Creative writing was my thing. Yeah. So I knew writing was going to be my thing. I eventually found my way to journalism, but writing was always my thing. Ever since I was seventh, eighth grade, I had that one teacher. You know, everybody has that one teacher that you kind of gravitate to. Yes. My teacher. My teacher was Miss Norville, and Miss oh. Norville said, you got to write, you got to write, you got to write. It just kind of sparked your imagination. Yes. It kind of got everything going. Did you I grow up in the that. Twin Cities? I did not. I grew up in Tennessee. Do you oh, hear it? Oh, that's Chattanooga. Do you hear it? Does it I come do out? No. Not barely. I okay. Was, I feel like you're, that you've got the professional like a voice now where you kind of can go anywhere. Let my mom call in, and it comes out. Oh, I oh, isn't that? I, I believe you. I bet. As soon, you know, we all revert back to teenage us when yes. our mom. My mom's staying with me right now, right. and all of a sudden I'm like, "Mom, stop! <laughs> Give it up for Beverly." Okay, so you had yes. you won a contest yes. for spoken word when you were at Northwestern. I did. So we had a written expression competition mm-hmm. in college. Won the contest. Had a chance to perform this piece back in 2003. Mm-hmm. And you know, like anything that you don't do enough with it collects dust over time yeah but i always re- i have so many bad jokes to put in there but i'm not going to do it to you right now <laughs> you know what this is a family know, show ma'am a, it's friday it's so western how dare you she said keeping it clean okay uh, for once okay. in our lives uh, for once in your life so you know i said i really like the language of this piece and i said you know i want to do something with it eventually and so my husband kept hearing me talk about this over the years and he said you know what You've been talking about this for so long. A couple years ago, he said, my Christmas gift to you is this. Go out, figure out how to publish this book, and that is my gift to you. So I you know, embarked on the journey to figure out, how do I publish a book? How do you do this? And Echo in the Distance is your your book. Yes. So it's Tell everybody about it. Because okay. this is pretty amazing, and I saw you kind of getting teary. Yes. And that's sweet that your husband pushed you. Yes. You know, it kind of gave you the opportunity, like, hon, let's let's do let's fulfill your dream. Now, it's really sweet. It's really sweet. And it's really funny because this book is taking me on a wild journey all the way to New York. And my husband said, I didn't think it was going to do all this. (laughs) Like, I thought I was just throwing out something. He's like, "Okay, now we have to organize trips and oh, my God, signings and readings. He said, what are we doing now? This is this (laughs) is pretty amazing. Yes. So tell everybody about About the book. Okay, so the echo in the distance, in short, is the dream. And amazingly enough, 60 years, we're coming up on it. On oh, I August, thought it was only 50. No, we're coming okay. up on it. August 28th of 2023 will officially be 60 years oh since God. Dr. King delivered the I Have a Dream speech. In 1963. Yeah, we're coming up on it. And so this particular book 
I wanted to take readers on a journey through language, what it might have been like if you were in the crowd. I wasn't born in 1963, but looking back back at the pictures, when I originally wrote the piece, I remember looking back at pictures from the civil rights era and imagining what it might have been like if you were in the crowd back in 1963, watching him deliver those words, uh, what the energy might have been like in the moment, and trying to find the words and the language to take people on a journey of that moment and then also take them through some of the more turbulent times through history in words. Yeah. And so that is the journey that you take people on through echo in the distance. But then on the other side of that, I wanted kids to realize that they have agency too, that they have a role in realizing the dream. So when you visually go through the book, you see that some of the images towards the end of the book mirror the images in the earlier part of the book but it's kids in those images oh, and you see these kids like how to put themselves in yes. those shoes and now i yes. love that yes and you see the language i am a face in a river of watchers yeah. and kids kind of realize towards the end of the book that they have a role in realizing the dream we're not just talking about the past we're talking about how they can have a role and bringing those words and that a uh, dream that Dr. King shared so many years ago to pass now. This is, this is, I know we're with, we're with Shayla and she's lovely. You're and, lovely too. And no, well, whatever, not today. <laughs> uh, that is but so Echo cool. in the distance yes. is the book and this is beautifully illustrated. And I know the illustrators from Minnesota. If you want to mm-hmm. give a shout out, Capricia Ambers is amazing. And you know, we're in the age of Instagram and social yeah. media And that's how we connected. I am a visual person. I like pictures. I wanted to make sure that if I put something into the world, I wanted the visuals to connect with the reader, too. And I wanted someone that could illustrate Dr. King in a way that looked like Dr. King. And so I set about looking for that person. And I found her on Instagram. She had never illustrated a children's book. This is an amazing book. Isn't it? It's amazing. How do people get your book? You can get your hands on it. You can go to echointhedistance.com, and I'll link you right to Amazon, bookshop.org, and all the cool places where you can find me. Okay, was there ever a moment, because these are such, it's just like you had such a beautiful vision. Was it always a kid's book, or did you kind of teeter back and forth? Because it's like, this is so creative. Yes. So this For me, it was really important for me to keep the language as close to the original piece as I wrote it as a freshman in college. Um, Because for me, I felt throughout life, I had been in different spaces where I felt like I couldn't bring my whole self into those spaces. Yeah. And so I wanted my first work as a creative writer to feel like the realest, truest version of me. And so... I wanted the language in this book to be as close to the original piece as possible. And so it was a book that I felt not only would connect with kids, but the people who bought books for kids. Well, and in reading and sitting down and I reading mean, this to your kids. That, mm-hmm. and, I mean, that's all we, we, I have a little girl, one yeah. go, go, and she sits on her lap. You can't not obtain the lesson when you're reading this kid to your, mm-hmm. when you're reading it to your kiddo. So it's kind of like you get to hit, all the demographics. Yes. yes. And I love that. Yes. And, and I love that, you know, I'm just reading through some of your press stuff. The simplest 
lesson of the book is to be kind and that heart is a superpower. Yes. I can't agree with you more. Yes. How cool is that? Yes. And there's one image in the book and it goes with the line, people are people, not color coated crimes. And that's the line that um, I think really connects with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I want people to take away from that, it's I want people to see the humanity of other people, mm-hmm. but I also want people to realize that just because someone has a certain color skin it doesn't mean that uh, they may have criminal or nefarious uh, intent Um, but I also want people visually when they see the image that's associated with that I want them to be reminded to see the humanity in those around them and also be reminded that we all wake up every day we have heart within us and we can choose to do something kind. Oh, Shirley, you're so lovely. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And then you get to, your book comes out, and then you're on CBS Morning Show with Gail King. And so I understand when you met her, you go in, you're both in yellow. Oh, my gosh. Tell me, Tell me about meeting Gail King. I can't wild. And she applied to be on CCO years ago, That's what I heard. Did it feel real? So... Yes, it felt real, but the strangest part was I had never met her before. She, They said, Gail King wants to meet you before you go out. I said, okay, this is great. She walks in. We're wearing the same shade of yellow. We almost have on identical color shoes. And then later we're talking. She said, where are you from? I said, Tennessee. She said, I'm t- from Tennessee, too. What part? Uh, I said, Jackson, which is where I grew up. And I asked her what part she was from. She said Chattanooga. And I said, I was born there. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, my goodness. And you know you're having yes, one of those moments. Yes. yes. Like, like oh. we really connected. We're going to be best friends. Yeah, yes. Right? But it's like a bigger-than-life person. Right. But you're like, oh, yeah, you're human. And, like, at one point had similar experience. It kind of blows your mind. Yes. And it's one of those moments where you're thinking, if we had more time, yes. what conversations would we have? And are you going to invite me with Oprah? Yeah. And, like, so we're going to hike. And, like, matching tummy. tattoos, too today or like how do you want to do this bestie yes so then because i i had been told before before i even went i had been told that she told the story about her connection to the station before and others had heard the story as well so i was like i wonder when her birthday is because that sounds like a very capricorn thing oh i love because we like have yeah. a well I, i'm a capricorn okay. too yeah. and i was like sometimes we'll have that story and we will like live it and we will tell that story for us for me, you know what my story is? It would be when Miss Fisher took that popsicle stick in second or fourth grade. I was like, Miss Fisher took that popsicle stick. And I was just like, I will remember that story forever. And for her, like, you know, that was her story, like the experience she had here. Her birthday is December, I think it's the 28th. I'm oh. January 2nd. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, my, oh my God, God, this yeah. is wild. Yeah. I was like, this is Have wild. You, did you write her a thank you note? So I haven't written the thank you note yet, but... The publicist said I could leave her a book for her to give to Oprah. And so I left her a book. Shut up. I did. And the publicist was in the green room. So Mm -hmm. I left a book and I wrote a personal note. And I said, Oprah, thank you for sharing your light with all of us. Yes. So now we stay tuned, right? And see if Oprah gets that book. We're manifesting currently right now. I have to tell you. Okay, so we interview so many authors. Okay. I can think of the three. Okay. That have written the thank you notes. Okay. And they mean something. Handwritten. Um, Deborah Norville, okay, from A Current Affair, mm-hmm. years ago, came on our show. I don't know if you remember who she. She's still, you know, she was a big deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. she wrote us a beautiful handwritten note. We still have it somewhere. And a couple authors just wrote the most lovely books. No, it's about thanking us for their time. It yes. means something. 
So I'm I just going to say the handwritten note. You I'm know, gonna do it with a little thing from Minnesota, like a vision of the cherry in the spoon or something. I'm, I'm just, gonna do it. You know what? Saying that, I and then you're gonna have me. I'm with you. Yeah, yes. I was gonna say. Why don't you say? Carrie carries a, my bag. We'll <laughs> we'll do a singing gram, and we'll just do you and I. Yes. Like, thank you very much, Gail. This is you. Yes. Crazy. Yeah. And that'll you're get crazy. us a moment too. I know. Yes. And I'm, then we planned it out here, so then we when sure. it happens, we gotta like come back and talk about there it. There we go. Because okay. this is our powwow right yeah. now. We are manifesting so hard. You want to be an Oprah, I want a cat. Those are the things we're putting out in the universe okay, today. you're hysterical. Speaking this into existence. Okay, mm. so I heard from my dear friend that you share okay. that you're a ray of sunshine. Okay. You are. That's what I hear. Word on the street. Yeah. <laughs> Kayla is a ray of sunshine. I agree. Kayla Michelle Reeves, the book is Echo in the Distance. And what a lovely message. And what a delight. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to come in studio and be with us today. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for letting me spend a little time with you. I've enjoyed it. Absolutely. It's awesome. I'm I'm just loving life. We'll invite you back. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate you. We're going to invite you back. We're running a little late. We're going to take a quick break. This is Lori and Julia.